The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Beyond. Beyond. Yep. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 337. I am one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the pride of Long Island, Colin Moriarty. Hello. You're working here. You're typing. Yeah. You, had a, you, yeah, made, well, you made a disclaimer when we came in here yeah. that you had to do some work. What are you working on? Uh, Borderlands 2 Vita stuff. So you are getting it right down to the wire. Last yeah. week on Beyond, <laughs> you're like, oh, there'll be some new Borderlands <laughs> stuff before the next Beyond. <laughs> so then literally a week later, well, you're like, oh, <laughs> fuck, I gotta get this up. No, I never said that. What I said was, by the time you listen to the podcast Beyond, you will have seen all of the Borderlands 2 Vita stuff that we have, and that is true. Since this will not go live, you're, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm saying you're just. It's but like originally this was supposed to go up at midnight, and the embargo got moved. Right. Oh, a whole twelve That's hours. Not good for business. Yeah. To twelve twelve. Yeah. From, so uh, yeah, I from midnight to lunch. There's three stories going live at, at noon. And what all video. are they? Yeah. Uh, we'll find out in the Roper Report. Oh, oh that was that, really good. And that other voice you hear is yeah. the best beer in the business, Marty Saliva. Hey, thanks hey, for having me, guys. Thanks for coming. We yeah, love you. Yeah, it's my pleasure. You, you make me smile. It's a, That's it's my why honor. I you. Is it your pleasure? It is my pleasure. Yeah. Double your pleasure with double Ooh, mint gum. That's a gum trademark. That's a statement of the, the great, great man with, with double mint gum. Yeah, Colin like that. He got his head into it. Look, yeah, his head's always yeah, in it. Reminds me of TGIF that used to run during TGIF. TGIF. Oh, I thought you were talking we'll about the restaurant. We'll see you next week. I liked it when TGIF used to say goodbye to you. Yeah. yeah. We'll see you <laughs> and, then next that, week. and then that creepy-ass vampire show would come on that my mom watched and she wouldn't let me watch what was it with that? it. I don't remember that one. D- Dark Shadows or oh. Death. It was only on for a season or two, but oh, okay. it fucking no. used to terrify me. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I, and then... Yeah, and then 2020 would, would oh, be on. 2020, Hugh Downs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lay it on me, Hugh. What do you got for me? Hugh Downs was something special. He was, he was awesome. He, he was, was really Can you get him one up at noon? I sure. Well, is he alive still? I think he's dead, isn't he? Okay, we'll that, probably, that would be, okay. be problem. Scratch that one. If we got to get a necromancer on first, <laughs> then we can start getting Hugh Downs <laughs> I'll on. I'll look it up real quick. All right, thank you. <laughs> Hugh Downs wiki. The, sco- the show that scared me, right, and I used to make myself watch nope, it, of Hugh course. Downs is alive. He's alive as the day is We're getting him. Wow. Starting the Hugh Downs Twitter campaign to get Hugh Downs. Hugh Downs was born in 1921. Holy He's seen some shit. He is 93 years old, and he has been on TV since 1999. We're going to get him on right here, though. That's incredible. Uh, the show that used to scare me, but I forced myself to watch was Sightings. Oh, I remember, I remember Sightings. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, yeah. It was like UFOs and yeah. ghosts and all these horrible yeah, things. Yeah, the early 90s was all about that. Unsolved yeah. Mystery, got that X-Files, right. that Millennium. Right. That yeah. was awesome. Yeah. And then we all got camera phones and we realized, oh, it's hard to sell bullshit anymore. Yeah. When I, <laughs> why did you document <laughs> I can't just tell Bigfoot? a story. Why yeah. did you document Bigfoot with any of the millions of devices I you have? I can't just get liquored up and lie about seeing the exact moment yeah. of what's happening. Yeah. Mm. Sad day. Yeah. Sad day. Sad squatch. 
Uh, <laughs> somebody on Twitter called you the wittiest person at IGN. That's I can good. see why. Oh. I can see why right there. Thanks, Sad mom. Squatch. That's why. That was my mom. Follow her on Twitter. Okay. At, at Marty's mom. Marty's mom. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, of course, this is Podcast Beyond. IGN's PlayStation Podcast, the number one PlayStation podcast on the internet. Every Tuesday, we post the MP3 for your enjoyment through devices such as iTunes, which isn't a device, and IGN.com. Then... On Wednesday, we post the full video. You can go get it there. Uh, you get it on IGN.com. You get it on the PlayStation 4 IGN app. You get it on YouTube.com yeah. slash IGN. It's everywhere. Can I, it. can I buy the FLAC version? I no. want lossless audio Oh, quality. my God. I hate that crap. Yeah, I know. I tell awful. you what. I just get a crash course on uploading FLAC Ooh, a while back. That sounds I terrible. Did, I did not. I, got, I want the FLAC off my back. You Ooh. know what I'm saying? Just take, off, take off that FLAC check. Let's do a fucking show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Call, let's begin the show. Call it Hartford. And forever will be the Roper really Report. terrifying. <laughs> time for some news. <laughs> Man, you are one of the most notoriously scary people of all time. You really are. An yeah. oh, individual. I can't wait to show Hugh Downs this clip and get him on board. Uh, okay, sorry. Number one, there you, are don't eight keep, items you don't have to keep apologizing. You're doing God's work over there. Making, make, you're keeping the mics on. So many by putting exclusives. IGN's so many up. exclusives. Number, there are eight items on those. Number one, Amy Hennig, the creator, writer, and director of the Uncharted trilogy, has officially joined Visceral Games. Hennig departed Naughty Dog a little over a month ago and was previously working on Uncharted 4. Visceral, a California-based EA-owned studio best known for its Dead Space games, has been handed the keys to the Star Wars franchise, and Hennig will act as creative director of that game. We offer her many congratulations. Yeah, that's awesome. Wendell writes into Beyond at IGN.com just like you can at home and says, Beyond. 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 Hello, Greg, Colin, and mystery guest. That's you, Marty. Yeah, that was You're really nice. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll clarify this again. I always say, ever rotating third chair, there's always going to be a mystery guest. Yeah. That's the I've deal. Been, I've third been chair. spinning around in a circle the whole time. It's you making me a bit nauseous. Me yeah. run, run, run. Do you remember Meat Spin? Okay, we're we'll talk about uh, what are your thoughts on the recent news of Amy Hennig heading over to Visceral to work on the new Star Wars game? I am personally a little disappointed. I guess I hope she'd end up working on another another original IP. I just don't know how excited I can get for another Star Wars games. Thoughts? I'm pumped. I think it's great. Yeah, I'm super pumped. Uh, I understand where his uh, sort of trepidation is coming from. It sure. would have been really cool. I mean, the fact that she you know helped launch Uncharted, which right. is you know one of the most iconic series of the last generation decade. Uh, I, I would have also hoped that she would have done something original. But that being said, uh, sort of giving her the keys to whatever Vissel is working on in the Star Wars universe is very exciting. See, that's my hope. Right, is that she's basically given this star like, hey, we're doing this new Star Wars game, and so basically you just have these parameters to work in. Sure, that there's sure. force and there's space, and this yeah. is what's happening, and then. Tell whatever story you want. Oversee mm-hmm. whatever story we were already started on, right? Yeah. Like, I feel like, you know, you look back and it's not like... I, I feel like, you know, Knights of the Old Republic, right, was an original story. Original yeah. IP in a way, yep, right? Yep, yep. In the fact that it wasn't like, oh... Yeah, there weren't, there weren't uh, any familiar characters or anything. Yeah, Right, exactly. You were able to get out there and tell your own story and mm-hmm. just have this specific sandbox with a specific set of tools to play yeah. in. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I think it's exciting too because uh, Visceral with the Dead Space trilogy, uh, they've been known for their environmental storytelling and sort of atmospheric storytelling. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think any of those three games were particularly well written. And so having her there, I think, could be really interesting. You, you know, know, combining you, that the, the way. The original Dead Space, I thought, was really well written. Because there was like no dialogue, no story. Just get off the I thing. thought it was a good story. Go, I just Isaac, didn't go. think it was like. Go, Isaac. I don't know. I, uh, All right, now we got to move this marker yeah. across the fucking football field size end thing. Now we got to stomp on a necro head. Yeah. Haters gonna hate. Haters yeah. are gonna. But hate. lovers are gonna love. That's true. Lovers are gonna love. I don't and want either of the above. There will always be winged men <laughs> flying in from their towers of destruction. What is happening? Does this happen often? Oh, doctor. is your blood? Is your blood sugar low? <laughs> I am really hungry. Luckily, I'll be eating American sub shops soon. Oh, Second and brand of the best yeah. subs in the city. 
You're like you're gonna take a bite out of my arm soon. You keep. You also keep looking in that corner. I keep thinking there's gonna be like a gremlin up there or something. No, Greg's waiting for. Uh, like Greg's a- waiting for Undertaker to come through the wall. Oh, uh, yeah. not anymore. Uh, the streaks, which broken. is a long time podcast beyond joke. But Undertaker lost this weekend. Yeah, I know. Uh oh, depressing to Brock Lesnar. Man, yeah. what the fuck was I watching? And you watched this it. Weekend? You I watched, watched all WrestleMania with WrestleMania, me. All four hours of it. And you had fun. It was. Don't it was funny. Fun. Yeah. yeah, it's so bad, dude. That yeah. like like. My favorite thing was, you know, it gave me a little glimpse in, like, I loved wrestling when I was a kid, sure. right? It was yeah. also yeah, seeing yeah, Million yeah. Dollar Man, Sergeant Slaughter, these guys that we grew up with, right? Yeah. Although I was thinking about Million Dollar Man, kind of a quaint name now. Not yeah. really a yeah, lot of money, money with yeah. this inflationary He showed up, you got all Not in San Francisco. Yeah, I was stoked. Yeah. I was like, fuck yeah, he had like the dollar bill gold yeah, yeah. thing on his uh, yeah. on his suit. Um but it's so funny. Like, it gave me a glimpse back into uh, into like my childhood a little bit because I was talking to my dad on uh, that night, and he's and he started laughing when I t- told him I was watching WrestleMania. Yeah. He's like, oh, "I used to love wrestling." I'm like, "Yeah, every young boy I guess likes wrestling." Sure, but what sure. was so funny to me was to see I my eyes were almost entirely on the crowd the entire yeah. time and how fucking serious they yeah. are about this shit. Yeah. And like, because I'm laughing about how silly it is, and like I th- I thought that maybe like everyone kind of understood the almost campy strangeness of wrestling is yeah. like kind of why it's popular but it's actually kind of different now the the crazy campiness of it is actually kind of dead in my mm-hmm. opinion like in terms of like the, the sure there's no like papa like, shango coming out and yeah. cursing you and yeah. making you vomit yeah. and yeah. like so but like people man when that undertaker lost that match yeah. i didn't even know that was a big deal i didn't first of all i sure. didn't know undertaker was undertaker was og like the fact me, that he's still around yeah. wrestling i was like yeah. is he the same person yeah <laughs> or is, like, they just recast him yeah, yeah. It's the same dude. Yeah, 49 years old. Um, but, like, man, people were fucking upset. Man. Right. I was like, what? That, that, that scene of, that, uh, of the black dude in the white shirt. I'm in interviewing crowd. him today. Are you really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, dude, that guy is the best. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. Um, but there was other people, too, like, holding their Yeah, yeah, like, crying. Yeah. Yeah. There were people in the crowd crying <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. It was so good. It was so That's great. where it's still real to me, damn it. Yeah. That's, it stems from yeah, that. Well, it's something yeah. stupid. Like, you know, even for me, like, I don't I don't actively watch anymore, sure. right? Like, WWE Network, I was like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll try this out. And then that yeah. got me WrestleMania and stuff. So, watching it, though, but even I was like, oh, Brock Lesnar? Like, he's yeah. got to lose a Brock yeah. Lesnar. Not, yeah. not CM Punk, not Shawn Michaels, not somebody who, like... Isn't a douchebag? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lose this douche Someone bag. who doesn't have so many neck muscles. Yeah, that who quit a lot wrestling. Of neck made yeah. a bunch of like homophobic comments that were really weird. And then he came back after. You, it's like, yeah, oh, no, I don't want this at all. He was never even in the Expendables. No, he, he hasn't. He been has that really yet. bad chest yeah, tattoo to the, the sword, sword thing. Oh too. yeah. Um, now we have got to be worried about him breaking through the wall and just killing us. <laughs> <laughs> Undertaker would come in with good intentions. Brock Lesnar would come in and f five us through the table. But I tweeted about it. and I felt like you know, in retrospect, when I was reading my tweet, it was a little mean spirited because I was saying like this is really terrible. Yeah. But my the idea was like this is so bad, but I'm watching it. Sure. You know what I mean? Like I'm sitting here. Yeah. People took away from your tweet it. that you were doing it for me, and it was yeah. like, no, Colin's having fun. Yeah. Like, yeah I'm like, enjoy- I was enjoying it. Now, am I going to watch wrestling? Raw is Raw still no. on? Yeah, Raw is still on. And yeah. sometimes Raw's it's like war. three hours. I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Raw's no longer war. It's just Raw. Uh, they Raw. got rid of the war. Okay. The war is over. Oh, okay. Uh, I like I like. Oh man. Like back in the day, like in the late '80s, early '90s, like I would watch wrestling, and then like with my friends, we would like clear all the furniture, sure, out of, sure. like in the living room, and like yeah. just beat the shit out yeah, of each other. You know, it was like. I don't know. It was cool, but it was a, a nice little. It was a nice little touchstone of my past. But yeah, yeah, I wasn't trying to be mean about it. what I was saying. Was like it's so comically bad, and it is yeah. that. Like that's why I feel like everyone likes it so much. It's because yeah. of this, the weird sure. stories, it's goofy and, and the characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe I'll watch WrestleMania 31. I don't know. I have it's no good. idea. It's WrestleMania. here in San Francisco. Is it, oh, we're probably going. Wait, where is it at? AT and T Park. No, it's they're actually doing it down in well, I guess Santa Clara, oh, okay. the home of the Santa Clara Forty Nine. Oh yeah, Santa my favorite teams. Yeah. That's uh, Spanish for St. Clair. Oh. Yeah. The patron saint of WrestleMania 31. Do you remember Clarence Carter? 
Uh, no. Clarence was that Carter. Lil Clarence Carter. Ooh wee. Clarence Carter. He was a rapper. Let's go. Lil Wayne. Let's sing something. What's number two here? Number on the two. Rapper Report. Housemark is teasing what appears to be downloadable content for Resogun, the addictive PlayStation 4 launch title. In a mysterious tweet, Housemark said, "Quote: Imagine Resogun, right?" Now imagine it's so much better that you almost forget how good the original was. That is what? coming. What? That's a hard thing to imagine. End quote. What could it mean? Man, people were mad at me when I, I, I went back and edited my story because I said House, uh, Resogun is the best PS4 game. And uh, people, didn't, people didn't appreciate that nah, very much. what no. they say? Lego uh, Marvel. Oh, they said a lot of mean things to me. I banned a few people. And then, oh, and then I went one of the PlayStation 4's best games. To me, you know, first of all, like what people are like, in your opinion. They always say that. And I'm like, of course it's my opinion. I'm saying it. Like, yeah. why do I have to clarify that with my yeah. opinion? It's on my Twitter feed or in my comments. It's my story. Of course it's my opinion. Sure. I, don't, I don't feel like I have to clarify that. But it's so obvious that it's the best PS4 game to me that, like, I'm so puzzled by, like, what do people think is, like, a better gameplay experience on PlayStation 4 right it's now? DC Universe Online. Obviously. Yeah. The Some people are saying Infamous, which I can appreciate. Sure. Um... But, like, in terms of raw gameplay... Sorry, I just stabbed it. the pen. I don't care. It's okay. He's just playing a little bit. Uh, oh. in, in terms of raw gameplay, if they think that they can make that better, which is, like, almost impossible to believe because that game is fucking awesome. But here's the problem. Oh, my God. These guys, notorious for their teases and not doing nothing with it. That's Uh-oh. not true. They teased Where's Dead Nation 2? They, well, they, I think they were teasing Apocalypse Edition. That was a stupid thing to tease. I think, I think they, the exact opposite. I think these guys back up everything they say. You know, like they don't make bad games. They don't yeah. even make good games. When the games they run, make yeah. great games. When the games run, they're great. Yeah, that was the, that was the weird thing about Dead Nation was same problem. When yeah. Dead Nation came to PS3, as some people will remember, in, in 2010, I guess it was, the game would freeze and crash if you had a hundred PlayStation Network friends. And they patched this. Now, this wasn't a problem they found in QA because, like, obviously, well, a lot of people wouldn't know this, but like, when you when Sony QA tests or companies QA tests, they they make like randomized accounts and like put them on PS3 sure. debugs. They have no friends, so like these things aren't tested. Yeah, yeah. The same exact problem was on PlayStation 4, and it was 100 friends again. Oh, really? Yeah, it wasn't even it wasn't like even that. 2000. No. Oh, That's wow. insane. But you'd think that someone at Housemark, because Housemark didn't do this, so you know they had nothing to do with this. Yeah. But someone would have told the studio that ported it, being like, hey, guys, we had the Heads same up. problem. Yeah. Uh, and it took them like three weeks to fix it. You know, Depressing. It was disappointing, but that's it's a fantastic game. I also got to rectify the bad score you gave it. Hey, uh, that's what I love. I, here's the thing: for, for years, he had given me shit for giving a, a bad score, you seven it? five to the original. Oh, that Dead awful Nation. seven five! And I always thought that. And then when he's going to do the PS4, I'm like, here comes a nine two and ninth. He gave it an eight. <laughs> <laughs> Such a minor increase. I was like, oh. I, I was going to give it an eight point five, um, but we had Finicky online play mm-hmm. you and I, and this was not. I did some research. I had a really solid, stable online game when I played Dead Nation, yeah. but a lot of people were saying like they were still having lots of issues. Wow. And so mm-hmm. I was like, well, I can't... I think the game's actually most fun by yourself, but you have to play with other people to really see all of it. Sure. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I marked it down. I don't like playing with other people. No, me neither. Not a fan of that. Yeah. I have a strict... Everyone makes fun of me on Twitter because I have a strict, if I play online games, no mic policy. Yeah. If you I have a mic, I'll mute you. Yeah. And I, like uh, I am not going to be talking yeah. during the game. I like it. <laughs> Number three. As you know, Borderlands 2 is coming to PlayStation Vita, and we can reveal today that it will launch on May 13th in North America. Its release date in other territories is still unknown. Interestingly, you can purchase the game a week early if you opt to buy the Borderlands 2 PS Vita Slim Bundle, which comes out on May 6th in North America. It's already out in Europe. You can see our exclusive hands-on preview and exclusive video preview on Borderlands 2 and Vita on IGN right this very moment. Stop! We talked about this last week. Uh, a lot of questions about how we thought it performed because we had a GC and there was no not enough enemies right. in the yeah. shop. How did you tell me all about it? I haven't your pieces aren't even live yet for us in this time. Yeah, but in the future time where you are in the corner of the room, <laughs> so oh, hanging no, out with Brock Lesnar. <laughs> 
So that me and Brock are good friends. <laughs> uh, so the game's better. Um, okay. Now they made you know Geo Corsi was here and he made you know Geo Corsi is the director of third party initiative. Yeah. He used to work yeah. at LucasArts. He's the one you propaganda. tweet if you want a third party game right, on exactly. Vita. Nice guy. And we were talking and he was like, um, you know, he wants to instill in people like this isn't a port of the PC version. You know, like yeah. it's a port of the PlayStation 3 version. So, you know, we're not looking for that like fine refinement, as it were, of the PC version of Borderlands 2 with like, super rapid, quick load times and all that kind of stuff. Um, with that said, the game looks and runs better than it did. Now, it doesn't look or run as good as it does on PlayStation sure, 3, but it's sure. close. Um, and they've made some concessions, and I actually figured out what those concessions were. We talked. So they were – first of all, you, you'll notice in the video, enemies don't ragdoll anymore. Enemies explode in blood and disappear. This is to make the game run better, so there's not, like, corpses everywhere. That's um, bullshit. Flip table. Loot, loot, loot falls still, and you can, like, collect it or whatever. Yeah. And they were saying that, like, they've made exceptions if, like, one of the – quest ob- objectives is to loot a body then the body stays otherwise like the body explodes in the blood so mm-hmm. that's one thing All, another thing is like things deep in the distance have been removed so like but it's not even like I'm, i didn't even really notice anything but like m- like distant mountain ranges and like things like that have been removed to make the game yeah, run yeah. better um and if there are lots of enemies in an area they've been removed so um the example i was given is like there's a section of the game where there are 12 like enemies like psychos and stuff fighting you there'll be 10 in, in the Vita version because mm-hmm. it makes the game run better. Gotcha. Uh, the game runs between 28 and 33 frames a second. Stabilizes about 30 frames a second which is where PS3 ran. Um, it's uh, co- content complete including six DLC packs um, for free. Um, and it speaks to your PS3 version of the game. So when the Vita version launches PS3 version will get a patch. You can cross save between PS3 and Vita and back again. Um, and both games have their own trophy list. So much like Sound Shapes if you have a save on Vita for instance um, a complete ding, save, ding, you can bring it back, ding, and then all the trophies will pop again, nice. and you'll get yeah. two platinums. Nice. Um, so, yeah, it's it's good. I'm actually excited about it again Yay. because I was playing it, and I played it on PS Vita Slim. Um, I played on both Slim and 1000. Yeah. And on 1000, it still feels weird. My hands are, like, all over the back touchpad. Um, but Slim's touchpad is truncated, and it's longer, so yeah. um, you can hold it a little more comfortably. It's still not ideal for the way I want to hold it. But there's just no good solution when the analog sticks don't click and you don't have R2 and L2. You have to. There's no other place to put all the shit. But yeah. the back in the front touchpad. The beauty is you can remap everything. Um, so like you can put the most imp- least important shit on the back touchpad, and sure. then it won't matter if you like interfere with it or not. Sure. Because melee is on the back right of it, and I kept just hitting the knife over and over again. Yeah. But you can like map it to circle or something, and then map whatever you want to the back touch. You know, run or something like that. Yeah. Something you might not use as often, or it doesn't really matter if you hit it on accident. Okay. So it's good. Um, we'll see how the final version turns out. We'll get the game soon. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm 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 stoked about. It. I liked Borderlands two a lot. It was just I was talking to Geo about it. Came out at a weird time, if you guys remember correctly. I think it was fall 2011, mm-hmm. and uh, that was when Batman came out and Skyrim and like all right and yeah all, and Dark Souls yeah. And, yeah. So like this was like a, a weird time when uh, I think I'm right. Yeah, it was September. Just, it was it was just before all those games. Right. Uh, so yeah. like I was playing it, and these guys, Mike Mitchell and, and Greg, were like addicted to it. But I was like, I had I moved on to like other games. I, mm-hmm. I think that was yeah, that was the same year Skyrim came yeah. out, right? Yeah, it was like yeah. two months before. Him. Um, and uh, yeah, so like there was just a bunch of other games mm-hmm. to jump to. And yeah. I, that was a weird fall for me because I never finished any of those games. I never finished Skyrim. I never finished Batman. I never like, but like you felt yeah. compelled to move on. So now that there's really nothing to play. Um, until I don't know Watchdogs I guess or something like that. Then yeah. maybe people will be able to spend time with it again. Yeah, I think it'd just be a big deal to have it on the go. You know what I mean? Like that's what I'm looking forward to. Every time I'm on the Vita or on, I pick up the Vita and play something like I'm still I'm still 
chipping away at my my persona platinum. Yeah. But yeah. sometimes I don't want to be like into that. Like once you go in a dungeon in Persona, it's like I'm I'm locked in this dungeon until sure. I can get out and save, and I want to exhaust all my you know SP and yada yada. Yeah. With Borderlands, it'll just be like, yeah, I'll run a quest, done, yep. save, out. You know what I mean? Like I don't have to worry about it. I still like as much as I appreciated uh, Killzone Mercenary. Like I feel like that was the best implementation of a first person shooter on Vita. Mm-hmm. I just <clears throat> I don't want to play shooters on Vita. Yeah, like I want games that are specifically designed for a handheld. And sure. As much as I appreciate you know the lengths they're going to, like Holland said, like adapting like the control scheme being fully customizable. That's just not. I I, I want experiences that sort of cater towards that sure for big shooter experiences i want to play them at home in front of my tv i don't want mountains gone and 10 characters instead of 12 yeah for me it's one of those things i've already like i beat borderlands 2 right but then i never went back to the dlc like i thought i was going to. some of the dlc is really good so yeah just the ability to go in there and clean Mm -hmm. up basically is how i look at it right they're going clean i mean if i get to something that i think would you know i need help with or whatever i can cross save and play it on ps3 when i get home and it's cool. Andrew Goldfarb made this. He made all he of made this the all Vita This version. was why he left. Mm-hmm. This is what they did to make him do yeah, it, to he did, leave. He did pretty good. No. Yeah. We'll see. He sucks. He does suck. All right. He's cute. What do you got for me, Cal? Um, Sorry. Number four. Ubisoft's much-anticipated open-world action-slash-racing game, The Crew, finally has a release window. It will launch on PlayStation 4 as well as Xbox One and PC in the fall of 2014. This follows the delay of the game, a delay conducted by Ubisoft at the same time as it delayed Watch Dogs. Um, I'm actually cautiously optimistic about that game uh, yeah I've I played the game cool. for about three hours uh, a week or two ago my preview is about to go up on the site but uh, yeah I mean the game it, it's sort of it, it toes the line between a sim and an arcade racer which I like, yeah. like I don't like Gran Turismo and Forza and things that are a little too hardcore sure. but I, I like you know Burnout and Forza Horizons right. and things like that. Um, yeah, this game is just a lot of fun. You know, It controls really well. Uh, I love the fact that all of America is there. Obviously, it's not a one-to-one ratio, right, right, right. but in order to drive from L.A. to Manhattan, it takes you two and a half or three hours in the Damn, game. Damn, really? They have, it's something like, they said they have like two dozen major cities, like 50 other minor cities, yeah. you know, a bunch of like national landmarks. So I, I, in my time, I went from Detroit to Manhattan down to Miami, uh-huh. just all driving, like not warping at all, and it felt so good. And actually, it, it, are, what, it, are you doing things along the way? Uh, yeah, you're getting into it's sort of like a burnout paradise where you will find you know races or you know checkpoint things or okay. kind of slalom, 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 Sla- slalom, 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 and Gomorrah. My favorite Bible. Uh, yeah. um, but going, like the cities, it, it, they do feel like interesting sort of abstractions of what they are in real life. Like mm-hmm. driving through Manhattan felt sort of like driving through Manhattan. Miami sort of felt like Miami. Uh, for a second at the end, they let me go to San Francisco. And I was like, holy crap, there's a Transamerica building. There's right. Soma. Like it was, it was neat. Uh, one of the most interesting things is that at any point, you can zoom the camera out. And you have this you know, view of all of America. Pick where you want to go and it immediately zooms in. And without loading – you are there. anywhere you want. Oh, you can, wow. You're driving down the strip in Vegas. You zoom out. You can go over to Chicago. You zoom in. You're driving the loop. Nice. Yeah, really interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited for the game, honestly. Yeah, it, I, everything we've seen looks cool. Uh, last time I played it was at the PlayStation 4 event mm-hmm. in New York and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, yep, totally. I'm on board for this. Yeah, a lot of fun. It's a little uh, – like there's a story, like a sort of uh, chintzy – Fast and Furious knockoff sure. where you're part of a gang and your buddy gets killed or something. You yeah. want to avenge him, but uh, that I don't. That seemed like whatever. It seemed like an afterthought. So uh, I'm interested though. Uh, the news just came out today that supposedly even if you're playing single player, if yeah. you get disconnected, it boots you back to the title screen. Mm, yeah. Always online, huh? Always. Mm, Thanks a lot, Xbox Thanks One. A lot. Yeah. Some of the kid was writing in about his PS4 having the same problem though. 
he downloads his games and then he tries to check the license and if he's not online, I won't let him play. That sucks. Yeah, he says. Yeah, we should call he was shoe- like lumberjack. Send or up the Shuhei signal. He's like lumberjack. That's what I, I'm exaggerating. He did something where he was in a cabin though. Okay, where he was working in a cabin. He murders people. Probably. Yeah. He's, he the bring, he yeah. <laughs> he's the next unibomber. Yeah, he's the next unibomber. Sometimes boys. Yeah. Call what he got for me. Sorry. Uh, number, you can stop apologizing. Number five. Strangely, PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale just received a Get new patch, which will further balance and refine the game. Over 100 balance changes and tweaks have been made. The update also brings costumes for Isaac Clarke and Zeus. Costumes promised a long time ago and never delivered. Good on Sony Santa Monica for following through. Game People still play the game, so I, I guess... I, yeah, um, I tweeted about that this morning because I, I saw it go live, and I was like, I'm not even, you know... Not cracking a joke here. How many people actually still play this? And there was a handful who did, but the majority were like, no. Yeah, I think you can still find games online and stuff. I'm sure so, yeah, um, someone out there. So that's cool. I would like them to take another crack at it at some point, but uh, probably not a good year to do it with uh, Smash Brothers on the horizon. Yeah. yeah. Number six. As you already know, the only way to get an upcoming Doom beta is to pre-order Wolfenstein The New Order, which I am excited about. I don't care what anyone says about that game. Wolfenstein fucking rocks. I played it at yeah. PAX, and I thought it was like going to be... a a dumb action game that looks fun. Like, I had fun. Be- like, I was in a coma Are you for- talking from the future? What? From the packs we're going to no, this weekend? Oh. whatever packs. There's a lot of packs. <laughs> I was really you're confused. Always, you're, either, you're always just coming off a of packs or, or just going, going to, to a packs. There's always a yeah. packs there. And they might do this Chicago one yeah, now. Yeah, that's exciting. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, however, it's worth noting that the Doom beta will only take place on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC, indicating that it may be, unlike Wolfenstein, a true next-gen-only game. I know that it was, like, revealed. Like, Doom 4 has been this fucking thing for a long time hopefully it is only next gen i am super excited about it i love doom doom 3 was fucking awesome that was spooky that, that was, game a was great, that was a great yeah. game um i love it even though no one exists there anymore that i that you even know did i you love rage i liked rage a lot yeah, yeah i did yeah I did. you did like rage a lot yeah. i remember you talking a lot it was about brown rage. that's what i remember yeah from. it was very Charles brown. Liked it, too. Yeah. Yeah. it was a good game uh okay that's it number that's seven they call him old charlie brown oh charlie brown Borderlands 2 is purportedly about to get a prequel, and that prequel is set to come to PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, and PC later this year. The game reportedly takes place in between the original Borderlands and Borderlands 2 and is being developed by 2K Australia. We'll have more of the rumored details on IGN. Uh, Sounds likely to me. Justin Honeycutt writes in and says, Beyond. Beyond. I know it's unofficial, but with the recent rumor of Borderlands 2 pre-sequel slash Borderlands spinoff coming up, I'm a little worried that it won't be as interesting considering it's a prequel and we already know the destiny of the characters involved. Greg, as a fellow Borderlands 2 platinum holder... Completely not true. I do not have the platinum in Borderlands 2. I think you may be thinking of Gold Farb. I don't know. Do you think that this game will be to the Borderlands franchise as Arkham Origins was to the Arkham franchise. I know you actually liked Arkham Origins enough to finish it, but you get the idea. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a that's a pretty apt comparison, honestly. Yeah. Are you uh, worried about it? I mean, it's just more shooting and stuff. Whatever. Yeah, it's more cool. shooting and stuff. It's not Gearbox, though. It's, uh, mm. I mean, supposedly, according to this rumor, it's 2K Australia who mm. worked on, they did, like, pickups on Bioshock 2, and they helped with uh, XCOM, the Bureau. Oh, so yeah. Not, Declassified. Not, yeah. Yeah, declassified. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, not the not the best game. They came in a really cool cover though. Yeah, cool, cool campaign with Dominic Monaghan too. Yeah, yeah. TVs uh, up at nudes, Dominic. Monaghan. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's, that's who, who he was. All yeah. right. He uh, he was married to Evangeline Lilly. It's a fun fact. In real life? Yeah. No way. Yeah. And that's over. I think so. Okay. When did they get married during Lost? I think so. And yeah, like season stopped? three. Yeah, and then he died, and they had to get a divorce. No, he died not, on the show. That's not. Is true. That not how it works? Well, he. I don't think that's how it works in real life. All right. They well, divorce for other reasons, I'd imagine. <laughs> I don't know. I've never been divorced. 
I, I, I did not mean that. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't because <laughs> me getting kicked off the show. <laughs> was it because you drowned uh, in Penny's <laughs> boat or whatever? Not Pratello's boat. Yeah. It's like, well, we got to get out of <laughs> here. That's really good. Um, I'm not worried about it. I mean, I I guess I, here's my thing with Borderlands. I like Borderlands. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Borderlands 2 I played the hell out of, like Colin talked about. And for but for me, it's not like the core of Borderlands is its story or blah blah blah. I mean, sure. if you have the shooting mechanics down and it's just more content for you to go play, yeah, I don't see the problem. Yeah, and I think uh, I, I think kind of bridge stories can be interesting. Sure, yeah, and that I, yeah, that's the whole thing with the, like, the thing. Oh, we already know how these characters are gonna you know play out. Like, is that really the hang up with yeah. any of the Borderlands people? Like, oh my god, I know she's gonna go be that angel thing. Yeah, I beat Borderlands. I can't even tell any of the characters in Borderlands. Yeah, other right? than Handsome Jack, who's the bomb. Yeah, but, but the rest s- of them, whatever. They said uh, the rumor is one of the playable characters is a claptrap. Oh. I want to play as a claptrap. Yeah, sure. He's sassy. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah. He's the wittiest Borderlands character, like you're the wittiest IGN editor. Oh, I'm the claptrap of IGN. Yes. Yeah. There you go. M- cool. Make that fan art, everybody. I'm a garbage robot. Yep. You're a garbage guy, too. Yeah. So there you go, Justin. Jesus. Don't worry about it. Just play the game. It's mean. Give it a chance. We'll Num- see. Number eight. Keep it locked to IGN for all your Borderlands pre-sequel previews. <laughs> Number eight. Now some Vita news. Rhythm game Hyperdimension Neptunia Producing Perfection will launch on June 3rd in North America and June 6th in Europe. PlayStation Vita Pets also has a release date and will launch on June 3rd in North America. And it appears Soul Sacrifice Delta, the 1.5 sequel to Soul Sacrifice, will indeed launch in the West. Australia's rating board has officially rated the game, but Sony hasn't yet confirmed anything. Oh, it rated good for you, Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Lucy? That's a little bit, everybody. Yeah. Um, Colin, you left one news item off. This As one was usually submitted. do. To beyond at IGN.com by a friend, Yair Donan got married last week, and I wanted oh. to ask if you could maybe give him a shout-out on your show or something. I know he'll appreciate it. Of course. Congratulations. Shout yeah. Out. Yay. I figure, where does he live? Israel. Israel, that's yeah. right. Just, Good for him. Yeah. Married. Don't Lost get a, a whole bunch of weight. Don't get on a TV show and die, or else it'll end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he'd already be on the TV show now, wouldn't he? Oh, yeah. That's true. So it's just, now don't, just don't die. Mm-hmm. Which is usually the way I think a lot Don't of marriages end. Sure. 50% of them, I guess. 50 of them <clears> end in divorce. The other 50 end in death. That got morbid. You know what? We don't make the stats, Marty. We don't. We just live in a world where they pour out. They pour. It's like liquid. Stats. Liquid stats. The stats yeah. pour. Stat pour. I'm thinking ice cream right now. Stat you, or fall. You thinking of some I, ice cream? I, you said Merrigan's before. Now I just want a sandwich. Oh, God. I can't wait for that. No, I got to order that in a minute. Yeah. Oh, you didn't order yet? No. I sure didn't. <laughs> you have a problem with that? Uh, we mentioned him earlier, ladies and gentlemen, but now it's time to take our weekly moment of reflection and go to the Andrew Goldfarb Memorial list of upcoming software on all three platforms, all three PlayStation platforms by the IGN editors. Colin, what's coming out this week? Uh, on PlayStation 4, King Oddball comes to Finally. PS4 digitally. <laughs> That's a cross-buy, I think, with the Vita version. Uh, Lego The Hobbit comes digitally and at retail. And Strike Zoot Zero, Director's Cut, which looks awesome, uh, comes out digitally. Do you remember Zoot Suit Ryan? That yeah. Zoot Squirrel Suit Nut Zipper? Ryan? Zoot Suit, Suit Ryan. Ryan. It's Ryan. No, it's Ryan. It's like Clements. 100% Ryan. It was, a guy, it was Ryan in a Zoot Suit. <laughs> that was his name. And then he'd throw back a bottle of beer. Like, I understand. He's telling a story. Stories, guys. That's what it's all about. Zoot suit Ryan. Ryan. Now I just picture Ryan. Now I can't hear. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, Glad I ruined that song. On for PlayStation you. Three, Lego The Hobbit comes out digitally and at retail. On Vita, Lego The Hobbit comes out digitally and retail. Probably the biggest release of the week, though, is uh, PlayStation Two Classic Shin Megami Tensei Persona Four mm. is available uh, for ten dollars. Don't get tricked. It's not golden. So you're not getting trophies. Yeah. You're not getting that thing. It's not Persona the Four silver. Huh? Silver. That's a precious metal. That's not as uh, important as gold. Hundred percent correct. Yeah. Yes, you you're a there. precious metal. You're Aww. a precious asset to this company and this podcast. And we and, love you. And I walk outside and I get fired. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you get whacked. The cameras are not. None of this is recording. This is just us going to say it. You're going to call there? Yeah. 
All right, I'm going to break some news then from Evan in Detroit. Okay. He says, Beyond. Beyond. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I actually work at a Jimmy John's and have some insight into his true origins. Of course, last week on Beyond, Marty, Colin and I debuted the Jimmy John's fan fiction. We've been been workshopping for like 18 months, you know, just in our off time at home or when we go to eat Jimmy John's. Big Jimmy John's fan. Uh, And he says, back to Evan, sorry. Unfortunately, Jimmy John did not grow up in the South, but rather Illinois, or at least that's where his gourmet sandwich chain first opened. Also, he didn't grow up in poverty. (laughs) But rather, his wealthy father funded his first location. (laughs) What I can confirm is that the dude does love sandwiches. He's a big fat guy and likes to hunt endangered species. <laughs> anyway, great podcast. Keep up the good work, Evan in Detroit. I was hoping that would go just a little bit farther. I'm like, man is the most dangerous game. Like, he owns an island. Thank you, Evan. For I'm just not convinced that that's. I mean, here's true. the thing that I, I exactly it's it's much it's a lot like Johnny Appleseed in American history, mm-hmm. where we're talking about fan fiction. It's not it's not fan nonfiction where we're telling we're telling our story. What we take so the only difference the- there is that Jimmy John is a real person as opposed to Johnny Appleseed, which is <laughs> well, a fucking goddamn tall tale. <laughs> you're going to tell me that apple trees just like <laughs> grew across the country on their own? <laughs> that a man named Johnny didn't go, Jimmy Johnny Appleseed. Oh, my God. <sighs> How <sighs> fucking <laughs> deep does this go? He's like a vampire. What was that guitar riff? It's like a reveal. from It's, it's from something. It's from something. <laughs> Shit, that's going to drive me crazy now, too. You want something to call it sandwiches? You, something you made up, yeah. I'll, I'll get to a question you don't have to answer. But yeah, it's fan fiction. We're going to keep telling this. What do I have to get, Nick? The tale of Jimmy John's. He wants a Caesar salad. Just shaking your head in disgust. All right. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, tell him to pick it. We'll be, be there at 1230. All right. So you get to... Now it's round robin. Yeah. You, got, you can... Pick, oh, we'll save that one for later. So now you yeah. get to talk about when is it okay to trade in a video game. Interesting. What do we think is going to happen to Ratchet? Okay. What do we think of regenerating health? Ooh. Uh, let's go with Ratchet. This one comes from Aaron from Bristol in the UK. Oh, He writes into beyond.ign.com, just like you can, ladies and gentlemen, and says, Beyond. Beyond. Hey, Greg, Colin, and not Goldfarb. I've recently been playing Sly Cooper Thieves in Time on my Vita, thanks to the amazing miracle that is PlayStation Plus, and it got me thinking, whatever whatever happened to the suggested Ratchet HD collection for the Vita? That was a mouthful. Yeah. I am yet to play Into the Nexus, but have it on my shelf and would just jump at the chance to take the original trilogy with me wherever I want on Vita? Question mark? I don't know. That's <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy? Yeah. Uh, I don't, the collection for Vita, I don't know. Whatever. I, uh, I actually just read a rumor today that it's uh, like it was like Amazon Germany or something out it again. So supposedly it's still coming. Way, still on a thing. Yeah. All right. But then he gets to a, a more interesting question. I didn't realize that was a question either. It's sure. a landmine question. question I stepped yeah. on. But you nailed it. Yeah. Because I just would have been like, what? I don't know. <laughs> uh, he says, now that Insomniac is no longer Sony exclusive. Mm-hmm. And again, they never... They, they were never owned by Sony or anything. No, no. They yeah. just had some sort of a partnership. Where, what is you know. the potential future for this phenomenal franchise? What do we think is going to happen to Ratchet and Clank from here on out? Of course, it's owned by Sony. Correct, correct me if I'm wrong there. Colin will correct me yeah, if I'm wrong. Yeah, I would imagine it's They Sony. own the property. Yeah. Insomniac worked with them exclusively on the property forever. Yeah, and exclusively now, with Sony on, on up until Fuse. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. yeah, that was the, the turning point when they went multi-platform there. Mm-hmm. So now, okay, I'll catch you up. What is the potential future... For Ratchet and Clank, there's rumors that uh, Ratchet and Clank trilogy is coming to Vita. Yeah, yeah. that's what, that, and that oh, was a okay. rumor we'd heard forever ago. That's where he started yeah. from. But now he wants to know more. What do we think is going to happen in the future? Uh, now that now that Insomniac isn't just embedded with Sony. Yeah, I I don't know. Sony owns the franchise. Yeah, anything can happen. Yeah, I think the only like a crack in time was the last great. Yes, yeah, game. that was the best. Man, it was great. That, that yeah. was a 2009, and I just feel like everything 
for, at first, everything Insomniac and Sony were trying to do with it was like uh, a try to change it, right? Yeah. And then yeah. they tried to redeem themselves with uh, into the Nexus. Into the Nexus, but it was a half measure, right? Like, sure. yeah. it wasn't a full fledged. It was in a box, but it was a PS3 game. It was not sixty dollars. It was you know. I feel like they have to reboot that franchise, call it Ratchet and Clank again, maybe give it to another studio. Insomniac does not own that that game and that IP. Yeah. Um, and see what they can do. Now, the movie's coming out, and just like the Sly movie's coming out, and like I'm sure that's the letter said. And so I think that we haven't seen the last of Ratchet and Clank sure, or sure. Sly Cooper. I, I mean, um, I've but, talked about it for a long time, right, that I felt that it was a mistake on Insomniac's part to keep doing it, right? I think one of the great things about Naughty Dog is that PS2 was Jack and PS3 was Uncharted. And that, you know, I mean, there was change and turnover. Yeah. And people got to do new ideas. Whereas Kraken Time was the best Ratchet and Clank, but I didn't even finish it because I was so burned out on Ratchet and Clank. Sure, because you played so, three or four for PS2, exactly. three or four for PS3. And now, mm-hmm. then there was more Ratchet and Clank after that where it's just like, you need to take years off this franchise. And they all felt like half-baked, like Colin said. They all, the, either the multiplayer one or the tower defense one, it just yeah. didn't feel you know sort of true to the series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of it might depend on how well the movie does. You know, if the movie makes 200, 300 million and all the real sudden, concern is that I mean the movie probably has a game packaged with it, right? They're, they have to put a game out, I think, on shelves. Maybe it's the collection. Yeah. Maybe you know what I mean. Maybe that's how they play. It. Is the movie 2015? Is that right? I think so. Yeah, they announced that summer. like last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had that teaser up. Yeah. Did T.J. Fixman write that? Yes. I would imagine. Yeah, not just the teaser. I think he's writing the movie too. Okay, I thought he just wrote. The, ah. I thought the T was for teaser. No, you yeah. silly idiot. What was the J for? <laughs> Uh, teaser, teaser jams. Teaser jams. Oh, with a Z. That's really good. We need a good. We, we need a good <laughs> teaser jam fixer. I know. I know. Fix man. Get him in here. Colin. Mm. Here comes the next question. It comes from Kevin Yank. He says, "Dear Beyond Crew, with just a week to go until the sixth month anniversary of our new console, the PlayStation Four, I was wondering how your DualShock f- controllers are holding up. DualShock Four controllers are holding up." I'm by no means an intensive gamer, but in the past week I've noticed the rubber on my left thumbstick has cracked and begun to pull away from the plastic underneath. The official PlayStation forum has a 20-page thread on this subject, so the issue seems to be by no means isolated. Word is that Sony is willing to replace the affected controllers, but we customers must pay the shipping to return the defective controller and then wait for Sony to send a replacement back. Does this seem fair to you guys? If not, I want to hear some of that patented Colin consumer outrage on the subject. Thanks, guys, and beyond. Is that patented? I don't think I. You pa- I don't think I went to the patent office. And- <laughs> you should. Yeah. That's money. Uh, NeoGaf has an eleven-page thread on this as well. I went through there. Yeah, basically on the people show their sticks and the yeah the left thumb stick is like b- breaking at the rim or whatever and then pulling away. Interesting. Hasn't yeah. happened to me. Yeah, yeah. me neither. Um, I have a soft touch. <laughs> I was gonna say that the the, the the one deterioration of my con- I have like four controllers. I use two here and two at home. Mm-hmm. So I think that I'm spreading out a lot of the play between sure. these controllers. Sure. So maybe they're not deteriorating as quickly. But when I was playing Dead Nation, uh, the R one button uh, started to stick a lot because Ooh. like you're jamming it like constantly. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, like you're just you know like and it's just yeah. like not R one is not meant to be used like that. Right. Um, which is I don't know why it's even mapped there. Uh, you can map it to R2 if you want them. Uh, so that was the only issue I've had with my controllers so far. Nothing on the sticks. Yeah. Um, yeah, same here. Yeah. yeah I, I've been – the controllers at home I cycle in and out of, but with the, even with the amount of Infamous we played and stuff, I think we would have seen it. Because, like, on the thread, people were doing – I remember hearing about this initially at the PlayStation 4 launch. <laughs> Kids who had played for the weekend were having this trouble. So oh, I don't wow. know if it's – just some controllers, if it's a certain run of the rubber or whatever, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I reached out to Sony. I haven't gotten a comment back from it. How do you feel about paying for shipping to get it replaced? Not shitty, but I think it's they don't 
have to replace your controller at exactly. all. Exactly. That's so my biggest I think it's kind of nice. I'm actually probably pretty positive that they want those controllers so that they can figure out what the problem is. So mm-hmm. um, you would think that they would want to just pay for that as well so they can have like, you know, 5,000 of these things sitting around and then they can have their engineers look at like yeah. what the commonality between all of them is. I'm sure there's like a theme between yeah. how they're all sure. breaking. Yeah, they um, all got, they're all one run, right, where right. something went wrong. This is why you go Mad Cats. Oh, yeah. Mad Cats are Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that was some person in the thread was talking about the trigger grips you oh, can God, put on. The that's what he got or whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It'd be funny if those uh, those beyond uh, yeah. like faceplate things or light bar things yeah. that you made end up like frying the controller. Sure. <laughs> Break the warranty, <laughs> yeah. overheat the controller, do that. a million yeah. things that just ruin everybody's time. Yeah. That's what we wanted to do yeah. when we said. I have the sweet Firefly logo over mine. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, I got a bunch of Superman cool. ones. I got uh, some new ones that I'm going to be giving away at PAX. You know, I'm going to say, though, that the, I'm really impressed with the entrepreneurial spirit of the man or women, woman or people that made those oh, stickers. Oh, toasty stickers? Yeah, like, that's a pretty that's a pretty cool, like, res- response to something everyone hates, which is the yeah. light on the controller. Yeah. Um, markets always fill needs, Greg. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So You can see the controller video. Marty and I did. Dave yeah, Ewing we did. Putting them on. I'll yeah, put we in, held uh, hands. That the Beyond article. Egg. That's what we yeah. do. Yeah. Did it over on IGN.com. Go there. You can find the podcast Beyond Article. Mm-hmm. The video will be embedded there. Andrew writes in and says, Beyond. Beyond. I recently platinum Second Son and am going through the paper trail as it's released. However, I'm one of those poor university students that has to trade in their games to get a new one. My question is, how soon is too soon to trade in the game? Taking into account that I've already got the platinum and cannot see myself playing the story again. How soon is too soon? Yeah. And if you want your money back, you do it as quickly as, as possible. possible. Yeah. If he's talking about the ramifications of what this means for the studio, it doesn't matter until the game's out of print that it's going to affect them the same way. Sure. Sure. I mean, right? yeah, well, I understand what you're saying. You figure too soon. If you're worried about the studio, and you, we always talk about this, right? This is the problem with used games. You buy yeah. used games. It doesn't go to the new – the new game doesn't get sold. Sony thinks they aren't selling as much games. They lower the expectations for Infamous Bubble. Yeah. Um, and then in the end – you know, this is where you see people getting laid off, right? Mm-hmm. Not apples to apples comparison or whatever, but it's all part of this whole equation trying to figure sure. out what, how do you make a business out of video games. Um, the sooner you go in, the sooner somebody isn't buying a new copy, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's the big concern. That's why GameStop is always like, if you bring this, you know, we Within sell it to you, a week. We sell yeah. it to you on Tuesday, and if you can get it back to us by Monday, you'll get X yeah. number because they want it for the next person sure. who's coming in to buy yeah, the yeah. new game. So, I mean, it's up to you. How I mean, I, when I was on the outside, a poor university student, yeah, I would flip games in a weekend. Yeah. You know what I mean? Be done, come back in, trade it, and 100%. be done with it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's up to you. Yeah. I would also look, uh, if you really want your dollar to stretch far, you know, look at Amazon. Yeah. You can trade things on Amazon and you usually get more money than you can at uh, GameStop. Yeah. And I think you have to pay attention to DLC release windows, right? Like, people talk about it all the time. It's, that's the big thing to keep you from trading stuff in. Like, yeah. why Last of Us announces this stuff and does a season pass? Why Bioshock Infinite mm-hmm. is out so early talking about it? Yeah, I'm sure that's why they're quiet about The Last of Us on PS4. They can oh, still- right. Yeah, 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 yeah. What Do we know anything else? Is there any other DLC planned for Infamous Second Son? Is there anything story-wise down the... Yes. There is? Okay, mm-hmm. so there you go. Don't You can't trade it in. Oh, one thing I totally forgot. They need to make a bigger deal about completely that. Completely fucking unrelated, <laughs> but I don't want to forget about oh. this until... I don't want you to forget. Uh, when I was talking to Geo Corsi about Borderlands 2, I was yeah. talking to him about, will there be other bigger games mm-hmm. like this on Vita? Will Are publishers interested? Is this like a test bed? Because this is technically not third-party relations or development's first game. That would be Towerfall. So this is, sure. But this is their, their Vita test bed game. And, and they, to explain and, this and he, again. And was, and, and, oh, I'm sorry? To explain this again to somebody yeah. out there who's listening or watching yeah. for the first time, third-party relations being that 2K didn't make this game. They made Borderlands mm-hmm. 2, then they gave everything to Sony, right. and they're making it for Vita. It's what I call my preview, like, rogue third-party games. Like, games that, like, 
are otherwise not interested yeah. in being on Vita. Mm-hmm. Um, and he categorically said that yes, this has drawn interest. Yes, there are going to be other big games on Vita, and like they will have more to talk about soon. Um, Bioshock so, Vita. So Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. The Reckoning. That, fucking, that would be Sweet. Yeah, awesome. That game was rad. God, they can pay Rhode yeah. Island back with all the money that they <laughs> they make on the Vita. Rhode Island doesn't deserve them. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. I forgot about that. No, it's a good one. I like that. How about some quick fire? Pew, pew, pew. Pew, 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 pew. Elaine writes in and says, Beyond. 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 Hey, Greg, Colin in Decoy Octopus. Parentheses, Ooh. he killed Goldfarb and took his place. That's you, Marty. I like it. Colin. Yes. What game you think will dethrone Resogun is the best game of next gen? Last of Us or any other port does not count. Um, what on the horizon could you see being the best PlayStation 4 game? Best PlayStation 4 game. Well, I mean... Uh, uh, do you want to? If you, I guess he says best game of next gen. Because let's not get crazy. I'm here. pretty sure Shovel Knight might be better than Resogun, Ooh. but that's not a that's a Wii. Whoa! Um, well, we use this gen, right? We're this gen now. Yeah, mid gen. Uh, I don't know. I, I there's there's some random ass games that I'm excited about, but I, I feel like the ne- the game that is going to beat Resogun is going to be an indie game. Ooh, you know, not not one of these AAA games. Interesting. I, I, I don't see this landscape of AAA games this year. Sure. That doesn't really excite me. The indie games. The things that have been in development for years that, you know, aren't just sort of catering to the hardware, but, you know, things. I'm super stoked for The Witness. Yeah. Like, that could be the thing, personally, for me, that dethrones it. Right. Yeah, Yeah. so we'll see. Okay. But uh, it's going to be tough to see Resogun, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still waiting for, because if if we're counting Wii U, to me, uh, Mario 3D World is so far the front runner for this game of the generation. So I'm waiting to see what, uh, what dethrones that from either Microsoft or Sony. Okay. Yeah. It seems like on the horizon, the thing I'm excited for is Mario Kart. Yeah, Mario Kart so 8. Wanna, yeah. Uh, Mario Golf, I'm super stoked for. Yeah. Mario, Mario Golf, Mario Kart 8. Um, oh, Mario Golf. That's a 3DS game, right? Yeah. 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 Next month. Yeah, I'm Ooh, excited about that, too. Doctor. I really, really loved yeah. those. We talked about that before yeah. on N64 and GameCube. Um, I wish that would be... If that was a Wii U game, I'd actually buy a Wii U for that. Yeah, I'm sort of bummed out that it's not. Like, I understand where it's coming from. I am well, something a, with an install here's base. The thing. I am and I am not bummed no. out about it obviously you know having polished visuals and yada would be great but the fact that you know at home i like my mario golf experience was gamecube toadstool sure. tour right yeah and i loved gorgeous. it yeah. it was amazing and i lived in a house with six other dudes mm-hmm. so we would sit there and play like this or you'd come home and they'd po- there'd be a post-it note that they'd beaten this was the new yeah. score to beat and there'd be like all this to go on and so if i only had it on wii u i f- i'm terrified it would be just like my smash brothers and mario kart wii experiences which were like oh my god finally play it with my friends for the first night and then nobody else was around yeah then and like so once tried, a month you might i try to play online and online sucks and yeah. it's like well whatever i never do this whereas now especially for golf which is like perfect for asynchronous multiplayer yeah. right to be able to come in the next day street pass with everybody and see what they did and then go yep, home yep, and try yep. to do that 100%. yeah is that how do you know anything about multiplayer uh, yeah the multiplayer we played uh it wasn't asynchronous but we played a uh, four people local multiplayer yeah and everyone's playing at the same time which okay. was nice just because we went through nine holes in like 15 it, it, minutes can we share scores do you know anything about this like if, if like what i'm talking about like i think I yeah in. i think you could share ghosts like you could play okay. against your friend's ghost see that'd you know? be perfect that'd be awesome yeah That's like the ghost in the corner of the room yeah, the Brock yeah. Lesnar ghost up in the corner that I keep talking to, like a dog. You know how like, your cat or dog sees something and they just like freak out? <laughs> uh, decoy. Octopus. What was the video game that made you think, quote, this is art, end quote, for the first time? This is still Elaine. Elaine Benes? Munez. What Whoa. was the game? I'm what? sorry, I wasn't listening. It's Decoy's question. This is the oh, quick okay. fire one that we Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I uh, mean, you can, you can no, chime I have, in no, too. I have nothing else to say. <laughs> Shut your computer and leave. <laughs> um... I'm trying to think back to when I was a kid. I don't know what to think. Like, 
maybe it was like a Tim Schafer adventure game, something like Grim Fandango. Maybe okay. it was Mist. Sure. I mean, uh, as a kid, we didn't have those like sort of sensory overload, gorgeous indie things, right, like, right, right, like right, Proteus right. or uh, Journey or anything. So yeah, probably one of those. All right. And then finally, Greg, will Frank Underwood finally upgrade to a PlayStation Four in season three? No, Frank Underwood of House of Cards fame is too busy now. To be going on the PlayStation. 4. What if he bought an Xbox One? Would that be like treachery? That would be insane. Yeah, <laughs> Xbox somehow came in and sponsored House of Cards season three, <laughs> and there's literally just a there's a, like him tossing the PlayStation three in the trash. Like <laughs> I can't believe I was playing God of War Ascension when I could be playing Titanfall. Like, You're missing the Senate vote. I have to prepare for Titanfall. <laughs> <laughs> they've they've been very clear saying I have to prepare for this. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go into a bit of spoilery town here. Uh oh, you've beaten Infamous, haven't you? Yeah. Okay, great. So we're going to talk about Infamous Second Son spoilers here. Apparently, I don't do this well enough, and some people get really cranky. I thought you guys it. had an entire spoiler cast. We did, but then other times we'll bring it up, and people are like, no, cool, man. I didn't want to know Delson had this, that, or that. It's like, come on, man. Yeah. Come on, bro. Yeah. So there, you've been warned. Thank you. Anton from Chicago writes in and says, Colin, Greg, and Scott Bromley. Parentheses, <laughs> one day an email will be read, and he'll be there, lol. <laughs> Was thinking about the events of all the infamous games and wondering if Sucker Punch is setting up for a Cole vs. Delson slug match. If they end up saying Evil Delson was canon, and why not? His brother was dead in either ending. Sure. He acted as a moral compass. As well as the brutal ending to his tribe, which I thought was much more powerful than the good ending, they, Sucker Punch, would no longer have a difficult time showing the same character making phony moral choices. If you play Cole, he would be the hero, making good choices, and an underdog with obvious limited powers compared to Delson. While Delson would be truly evil, trying to rule all conduits with his sponge powers. Anton from Chicago. I mean, that's really interesting. You would assume that at some point down the line they want to bring in Cole, whether yeah. it's through DLC or whether this sells enough for them to, to make a fourth game in the series. Yeah. Um, I think it will, don't you? Sure. Yeah. Real, real mature Colin. Sorry, you monster. No, he's doing his work over there. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think that'd be really interesting. I I'm think it's, sort it's of, a cool idea. It is a cool idea. I'm a little. Uh, I don't know how I feel about uh, creating a game where the player can choose whether a character is good or bad, and then by the and then two years later, you sort of renege on that, and you're just like, no, the character was bad. Yeah, like, your choice didn't really matter. Yeah, like, but that's uh, how it was in Infamous too, right? And I don't think yeah, anybody really yep. feels screwed over. That's by true. It. You had a great ride. You had a great sure, experience sure. with it. Yeah, that's I think true. that's actually a really smart thing, and it, it gets around the f- kind of the fact that we're always worried about. Well, you know, like if like the way Infamous Two ended, when Infamous Two ended, and we talked about if there was going to be a sequel, how cr- that there couldn't be, right? That the yeah. fact that there have to be two different <clears throat> games built, and the yeah. fact that it'd be completely different environments, yada yada yada. This it almost could work that if you brought in Cole and you brought in Delson, you know. Troy yeah. and then Eric, and had them record their lines and put them in the same situations through the same thing, and then it's just the cutscenes that are changing. It almost works. Oh, so the way you were thinking it was dep- you choose one of the characters, that's and how then he that's how you play through Originally, the main I was like, oh, we'll play as one of them, you know, whatever. But he says if you play as Cole, if you play as Delson. Yeah, I was almost thinking that it would be like uh, the same stories being told, but you just see it from a different side depending on sure. which, one you, which one you play as. Yeah, yeah. Which I that would work be really too. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like this, actually. Yeah. I think it's something. All right, Anton. You should go to Sucker Punch and write this for them. Yeah. God knows Nate Fox needs the help. Billy Harper. Bunch of cowards out there. Oh, Billy Harper. Oh, Billy Harper. (laughs) Colin, would you play that game? Have you been listening at all? No. You're working too hard? It was about Cole and Delson. Oh. <laughs> All right. Sorry, yeah, I'm trying to just get You this. have work. You're doing the work. I understand. You make an IGN. Uh, Devin writes into beyond.ign.com and says, Greg, Colin, and guest, beyond. Yum. 
Quick question concerning South Park, the stick of truth. One of our favorites here, Marty. Yeah. Other than costume packs, are there any plans for story-based DLC for the Stick of Truth? I know that Trey Parker and Matt Stone have said that they are serious gamers and that they had no intention of cutting story just so they could later release DLC. However, that doesn't necessarily mean that there will not be any DLC. Any insight? Uh, That's an interesting question. I would hope so. Yeah. Um, I think it would be really interesting to have sort of maybe themed DLC, maybe something in the fall, like a Halloween thing or a a Christmas thing. Yeah. you know, that being said, you can't really judge based off Ubisoft's track record because for some games, for like obviously the last two ACs, they've had really strong uh, character-based story DLC, uh, whereas I don't believe Rayman did. I don't think Splinter Cell did. Uh, we don't know if Watch Dogs is going to. Right. So I, I would hope they do. See, I would hope so too, but I don't hold your breath for yeah. it. Here's what I think. would If, if, if it's going to happen, it would go like this, right? I don't think they plan to do any DLC. Mm-hmm. I think they say, like, here's the game. Be done with it. Mm-hmm. But now that it's out and it's I, – I imagine selling well. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard people saying that they tried to buy it and couldn't. Okay. Yeah. So now that it's out, it's selling really well and it's also getting such critical acclaim, mm-hmm. right? Like it was our oh, game yeah. of the month. Yeah. We've t- we just did That might have been spoilers. Do. I don't know. No, it's on the site. Oh, is it? Isn't it? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is, but I mean, I can edit it out. I'll yeah. make a note, of course. Um, now nah, I'm totally off track. No, hold on. I had something Sorry. else I was going with. You screwed me up by trying to game save scoop. my career. We did a game scoop yeah. about, you know, uh, game, of, game of the Year watch, right? Sure. And we t- yeah. this is the one that pretty much universally we are all like, not get- South Park so far is my yeah. Game of the Year. I would hope that that would motivate... Ubisoft, and in a way, Matt and Trey, who yeah. don't really probably pay attention, but for them, Ubisoft to go back and be like, hey guys, this is a huge hit. Is there anything we could do? You know, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it took years and years and years and years and years to actually get it. Sure, right? sure. So it's like, let's just get it out, you know, get it yeah. something. So my, you- my, my big fear is that, which I don't think would happen, would be them wanting to make a sequel, Matt and Trey saying no, and then Ubisoft somehow uh, having the rights and just yeah, yeah. doing it. Which I don't. Th- I feel like Matt and Trey have enough creative control over the South Park license to where... It's got to be, right? Yeah, it'll be them. So hopefully they'll carve out time to do another... Like, I would love a sequel to this. Like, yeah, this, but yeah. I, like, I don't hold my breath for all, because no. it's just so long. Yeah, you know what I mean? Seriously. And like, they seemed... Maybe they learned from it. They really... You know, you'd like to think so, yeah. but they really seemed at Comic-Con like they regretted making this yeah. game, ever <laughs> setting up to make this game. <laughs> Alright, it's confirmed. I'm looking at this right here. St- Game of the month, South Park Stick of Truth. Okay, we Marty's did it. scaring me over did here. We just never run that down the blog row? No, we did. It's on top of the top of the little nav. I've seen the little South Park guys on a Oi, play button. Top of the nav. Oh, top of the nav to you, Monica. Bagada? Bagada. Bagada. Marty. Yeah. John's 2K writes into Beyond at IGN.com. It says Beyond. Beyond. Okay. Hey, <laughs> just wanted to know your thoughts on regenerating health. I personally can't stand it anymore. Games are just too easy, even on hard, because I can simply just hide and get full health back. Well, don't hide. I miss the days of health packs and med stations, i.e. Half-Life. I don't. I like regenerating nope. health. And I, I totally agree with you. I, uh, I don't like being frustrated when I play a game. Sure. I don't you know have enough mean? free time. Yeah, like, exactly. I, if I want to get through something, I want to get through something. I like it to be that perfect amount of challenge where I always feel like I'm going to die, but I don't die. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think what, I don't know, is, do we point to Halo as the regenerating shield probably game. that yeah. seems like the one that actually changed the sure game. If that's not the first one it's the most it's popular. The one, it's, yeah definitely the most popular yeah um i think that's great honestly i like that uh health packs seem very archaic or sort of just uh so what was last of us you would create yeah you'd sit down packs. and make your med pack yeah, stuff, yeah i felt yeah. like there were always enough uh supplies supplies in the environment for you to be able right to there was a few times where i was like oh god I'm, where's any med pack supplies sure, sure. you hold your breath try to be better in combat but it was almost like that was the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if I was hurt, it was because of something I screwed up. Yeah. yeah. Not that I was, like, you know, the game's so in the moment. That's sure. my thing is, that, like, yeah, I, as I'm old now, 
I have limited time to play games. Mm-hmm. And so to get to a thing that's pounding my head yeah. into a wall over and over again, it's like, well, I only have one health pack. Yeah. And like, what am I going to do? Revert my save from three hours exactly, ago and go exactly. back in? No, no thank you. Again, another Persona story. Still grinding out for this platinum. Yeah. This morning I was playing it and got caught off guard in a dungeon and got killed. And it was like, mother fucker yeah. really but luckily i you know you get to restart from the floor you're on yeah. and i'd only gone in like one or two rooms so yeah. it was like all right this isn't the worst but like i was more concerned i was like how deep am i was i really exactly, far into exactly. this did i just waste a train trip playing this game yeah, and i'm yeah. all the way back to this yeah that's one one of the reasons i liked uh south park so much was that it, it there was very little friction between yeah. me and enjoyment yeah exactly like yeah you get to a battle that's really tough but you were starting right over right before it. exactly exactly so it wasn't like okay i have no idea what i'm doing here exactly why did i waste my time playing this video i ask myself that every day of my life no you don't marty ah. you used to play that dark souls uh i played a little bit on pc now and i kind of want to go back in just when i thought i was out pulling me back in that's how they get pc you. master race well no 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 you gotta update your drivers your direct X's. i do not like the drivers the direct x's or anything yeah. you gotta you gotta do it yeah Steam is your box. antivirus turned on Oh, jeez. My Norton? My yeah. McAfee's? Yeah. My yeah. Ryan McAfee's? Yeah, Ryan McAfee's and your Sean Norton antivirus. <laughs> there you go. That's <laughs> no, all. That was a deep cut. Yeah, whatever. People yeah. are used to it here. That's what <laughs> Podcast Beyond is all about. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to Podcast Beyond, episode 337. Remember, the show post is an audio MP3 every Tuesday on IGN.com and podcast services around the universe. Whoa. Yeah. Then the video goes live over on IGN.com, YouTube.com slash IGN, and at IGN PlayStation 4 app every Wednesday, eventually. You can follow me on Twitter. That's where I usually put it up when it's finally up. Yeah. Uh, remember to go to IGN.com, read all the articles Colin's been working on so feverishly this entire podcast. Yeah, sorry about that. Again, stop apologizing. Yeah. We understand your job. Marty and I do it occasionally. Yeah. I used to do it. I don't anymore, actually. No. I just smoke cigarettes at my desk and go, oh, I remember the old days. And see you like, stop smoking at your desk. <laughs> I have asthma. <laughs> Uh, follow us all on Twitter to keep up with everything that's happening. IGN is IGN. I'm Game Over Greggy. Colin is No Taxation. Marty is Mick Biggity. Yeah. Uh, two T's, right? Two G's and two T's. There you go. Yeah. Mick Big. It T T. Yeah. Why? That's how you do it. <laughs> you had a little stroke. I, had, <laughs> I have a lot of little strokes. <laughs> a lot of strokes in bed. Ladies and gentlemen, every song I came on. Wait, should we tell people to go to PAX? Nope. Oh, yeah, I guess this goes yeah, live. I'm thinking of another nope. podcast I do. Don't go to PAX. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, PAX is this weekend. PAX East. Yeah. Co- Colin, you're not going to be there. No. <laughs> cool. Just confirm it. Colin, yeah. Colin Marty is going to be there. Yeah. With Mitch and yeah. Damon and Tim Geddes. Yeah. And Patrick Coughlin. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of ways to be part of the show and yeah. hang out with us. You can, number one, Friday is the IGN day. Yeah, I have a murdered soul suspect panel. I'm hosting at six o'clock. Oh, man, you have a you have a block of things, big yeah. block of things. You can come to that. Then after that, there's an IGN party that you needed yeah. to RSVP for. I think you already should have RSVP'd for. Sure, it. it's at the Harpoon Brewery. Yeah, you can oh. walk over there. Yeah, your favorite you, beer. I found out last night. Yeah, Harpoon IPA is like my Ooh. fucking shit. I'm looking awesome. forward to doing it. I excited. love Harpoon. I'm gonna drink a okay, lot. Now of I'm it. excited. I'm gonna yeah. drink a lot. This of is yeah. not gonna go well. No, because no. then after the party. Uh, at 10.30 that night on yeah. Friday, there's an IGN GameScoop panel yeah. that you can then Which is come GameScoop to. 300. Well, not technically. <laughs> technically, <laughs> not it technically, is. But, but I mean, like, we're I, not I really told, yeah. counting that at 300 because sure, sure. it's going to be a drunken shit show. Yeah. 299.5. It's the pre-sequel. The pre-sequel. Yeah. All of our drunken fans walking over there together. Yeah. So have, yeah, that'll be fun. What if uh, a single guy with a knife robs us all? Wow. Yeah. All, like, all of us? Yeah. That's a lot like of people. I've, 200 I've walked people. The, I've walked the PAX bus people around mm-hmm. before. We, we usually roll deep. Yeah. That'd be, I'd be impressed. I wouldn't yeah. even be angry <laughs> if we all were like, all right, well here's done, your sir. money. And yeah. he's just like one by one taking yeah. their wallets. Mm-hmm. That'd be no good. Yeah. Uh, Saturday, nothing. And then Sunday, there's a Game Over Greggy panel mm-hmm. at noon. So come see that in the Bumblebee Theater. I kicked my coffee. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, 
Every podcast beyond ends with a song and a segment we call Ryan's Wrap Up. Today's comes from Ian. He says beyond. Beyond. Hi, Greg, Colin, and Chair 3. I've been listening to and loving the podcast every week for the last year or so. I wanted to first thank you for putting out such damn fine podcasts and for putting me on to a ton of games I have passed by. I would have passed by if I hadn't been moved by your passionate championing of them. Velocity, Nino Cooney, Spec Ops, The Raid. He's from another country. Wait, Spec Ops The Raid? He's spelling things differently. <laughs> Did Spec Ops The Line have a sequel? I, no, I'm thinking, was Spec Ops The Line the Spec Ops Line in England? Because he's from England. He spelled ton differently. That's where I originally got confused. <laughs> Maybe he was talking about the movie The Raid. He says Spec Ops colon The Raid. I'm unconf- unconfirmed what it's called in England. We'll get on top of that. Keep up the stellar work. <laughs> <laughs> My band, The Hidden Revolution, based here in Manchester, England, have been around for a few years now with a handful of independent and small label releases to our names. So I thought I'd send a track over to you to play for Ryan's wrap-up. The song is called Bones and is from our most recent release. You can find us in all the usual places, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, SoundCloud, and so on. Hope you like it. Thanks again. Beyond. Ian. Ian, thank you so much for sending over Bones. Yeah. It's, it's, it's his gem. I enjoyed it. That's why I picked it. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoy it. Of course, it's Bones from The Hidden Revolution. Find them across the universe on all sorts of platforms. Something's out of place now To blame yourself alone That comes out think I wait now Again you fly on through Ooh. Did you get enough when you
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.